You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus is the complete representation of God's peace. Discover more in week four of Unboxed. In the last installment of our Unboxed series, okay, that we will be unpacking the different titles given to the promised Messiah resulting in thanksgiving. And for the past few weeks, we were introduced to the different names of God And I'm forever grateful that the more I have come to know who God is and the Jesus I never knew. You understand that you don't have any idea of who God is and He has a way of revealing Himself. And though human as we are, we can fathom who God is. God would reveal a a portion of who He is. And by knowing that He is our what? The wonderful counselor, that He is the answer to all our whys and to our uncertainties and with all the questions under the sun, that God is our counsel, that He will direct our steps. In fact, this message is only not for this Yuletide season. This message is what we need next year, that God will give us the counsel. God will give us the direction. Amen? Ang Panginoon po, hindi lang nagsisimula. Gusto niyo tapusin ang plan sa bawat isa. And this is what um, I'm here this morning. That the name of God reveals His character and His attributes. It indicates the work of a person. And for the past three weeks, we did uh, have an encounter of who God is. And today we will talk about one of the attributes of God and the names of God known as the Prince of Peace. There is a reason why we celebrate Christmas because man has been living in turmoil. Man has been living in agony. Man has been restless. And Christ came to bring us peace more than just tranquility that we are what? We are no longer enemies of God. How many of you here are thankful that you are no longer God's enemies? Amen? That, that you are, with what Jesus did on the cross, has uh, uh, really developed a relationship with God. And, and this is what I have uh, discovered for the past few uh, years of being a father. Okay? And one of the most difficult times of being a father is that when uh, I have moments of disagreement with my children, and how many fathers are in this room, that they would always wrestle and they're intelligent, and that intelligence, they got it from their mom, uh, when it comes to how they would wrestle and 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 reason with you. And I would always disagree with my kids with things that would possibly uh, hurt and harm them. And the words that would come out of my mouth, okay, usually will destroy, okay, peace in our household. If I don't agree with them, that's the start of what? Of course, disagreement and peace in our household. There is a constant, what, discussion of, of why I won't allow them to do such thing. I know all of us, there is always a child in us that there are things that we want for ourselves that we think will make us happy. Am I correct? And we suggest to God, can I suggest something that this is how it should be done so that you can provide happiness because this is the only thing I'm, I'm trusting and believing you for. I just want to be happy. The problem is that the way we define happiness is totally different from how God defines happiness. And this is why we disagree with God. And if the goal is just to be happy, that is where the problem begins. And, and I want you to understand the reason why God is saying no to the things that we want, okay? Because He's saying yes to the future. The reason why I'm saying no to my kids, not because I don't love them, because I know if I say yes to them, they will suffer later. This is why this is important that we establish this understanding that, that we have with our God and the relationship that we have uh, with God because God is saying no momentarily because he, he is saying yes to the future. He can say yes today because He knows that you will suffer in the future. But most of us, we don't see the future. We define okay, happiness based on our 
Momentary. Say the word momentary. Momentary pleasure. We want to be happy to the point that we disagree. We disagree and we disobey what God is asking us to do. Okay, And this is how, in fact, we live our lives. But remember this. God loves you so much to just always tolerate you. But one thing I know, God is not just concerned of your happiness today, but He is concerned of both your happiness today and your happiness of what's about to come. So if there are things that you feel like God has declined this year, because next year there's a plan. The year after this, there is a plan. This is why we can't react because we know that though today, God might not grant what I want, but I know He's on top of this. He knows what He's up to. After all, He is God. So can we just open our Bibles right now to Isaiah chapter uh, 9, verse 6 to 7? Can we stand on our feet right now in reverence to God's Word? For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Ready? Clear? And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Okay? Mighty, Everlasting, and Prince of of the increase of his government and of peace. There will be no on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Amen? We'll just bow our heads and close our eyes. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful moment. It has been a great year. And, and one thing that we have observed, that you have been with us every step of the way. Lord, we thank you that indeed you're faithful. And let this message, Lord God, Lord, be communicated to us as something, Lord God, that will give us security. That after all, Lord God, with all the things, Lord God, that's happening left and right, you are our peace. You are, Lord God, our security. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Look at the person on your left, tell the person, peace be with you. Look at the person on the right, peace be with you. Okay, good. Wow. It reminds us of something in the past, right? And I want you to respond, rest in peace. Good. Thank you. And this is a, 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 a familiar, uh, really, passage because the people right there uh, and, and at this very moment, the nation uh, of Israel was, was in, in a very, very uh, uh, depressing situation, and they call out for somebody uh, to intervene. Thus, the, uh, uh, the prophet Isaiah gave a message, and it has been a message from the very beginning. In fact, when the angels uh, uh, really showed themselves to the shepherds, this was their message. Peace and Jesus' ministry was about peace, that he wants uh, us to understand that it is our sin that stands in the way. Thus, we can have uh, really peace uh, with God, this is important because most of these people during the time, they're never just concerned of uh, who, uh, who God is and, and the authority of God. They just would want to be happy, similar to uh, what have, uh, we've been, we've been uh, really experiencing uh, for years. We just want to be happy uh, and, and to the point that we disagree with God and we disobey God. And, and it's clear right here that a child is born, the son is given, and in the midst of gloom and depression, they were crying out for somebody to intervene. And thus the promise was given that they, they will have everlasting, everlasting Father, wonderful counsel, mighty God, and the Prince of Peace. This is why our topic today is Prince of Peace. Okay? And thus, okay, the Hebrew term, okay, have, have different meanings when it comes to the uh, word Prince, okay, uh, uh, and the word 
peace means this is a chief ruler and thus, okay, more than just uh, really somebody uh, who has the authority that he is on top of everything, a chief ruler. And the word peace came from the word shalom or rest, okay, that we can walk though in the midst of really chaos and problems and, and, and sicknesses that we can live in, 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 in peace and in rest, knowing that we're not carrying everything all by ourselves. How many of you here that uh, before you came to know the Lord, you, you feel like you're carrying uh, something uh, and, and, and you just don't have any other choice but to bear with it? Now we have a relationship with God brought in by what Jesus did on the cross. Now we can what? We can rely, and this is what I will mention uh, five, ten minutes from now, that we can, that we can rest on, on, on God. And this is why peace means more than just about the absence of trouble or conflict or war. Okay? It's about accommodating the Prince of Peace in our lives. Even though you have everything, say the word everything. If you don't have God, you will what? You will still live in conflict. Even if you have all the money in the world, if you don't have the presence of God, you still what? Would live in turmoil. Even if you have everything, you will have mental and emotional conflict. In the absence of God, we're nothing. So I hope that you do understand that we can find rest now on the things that we buy and the things that we have and the people that we're connected to. Peace can only be what achieved and accomplished when you invite God in your life, just like what I mentioned. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 14, it says right here, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. God is sending what? Peace. And this is not just about a message of peace, and he's not just saying, peace be with you. In fact, peace right here is a person. You just don't pray for peace, and you don't just pray for serenity. You just don't pray for tranquility, that everything will work out fine. You're inviting an individual. My question with you right now, have you invited God in your life? Yes, you know God, but have you invited Him? There's a huge difference between, okay, knowing a famous personality and knowing that that personality has been invited in your life and he's readily available. Magkaiba po yun. Do you understand? This is why it is important that more than just your knowledge of who God is, that you what? You invite him to dine and be with you. This is why he's simply saying, those with whom he is pleased, those that are what? His. Okay? And those that are and have a relationship with Him, thus He is pleased. Thus, you are what? You are a recipient of His peace. All that would submit to Christ's rulership will have rest and peace. My question with you right now, are you only asking God to come in and intervene when He is needed the most? Or you know with all your heart, that you have a running, thriving relationship with God, thus your life is submitted to Him. Or you're only submitted to Him when the going gets tough. Or if you're sick. Or you have issues with your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Or you've got things that are out, that are out of control. Is it just an option to you? Because at the end of the day, it is impossible for you to reconnect with Him and you only need Him when you needed Him the most when your relationship with Him is never intact, where your being is not under His dominion. Peace can only be achieved when you're under His care. Isn't it amazing? That though this sounds probably this sounds a bit negative, 
that if you're a Filipino and you, you get apprehended abroad, nahuli po kayo for, I don't know for what reason, uh, you know that a portion of your heart tells you that the Philippine government will not probably find ways to extract you from that country. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Now, I don't want to sound negative, but you know with the condition of our nation, okay, the government will not go out of their way and rescue people like us if we're in trouble outside of this country. But if you're from Europe, that's another story. If you're from the United States of America with a blue passport, you know that the government probably might go out of their way to have a rescue plan. Because you are submitted into that what? Into that, into that authority. Do you understand? Now my question with you right now, with everything that you have and everything that, that you possess, do you have peace and security that when things doesn't go your way, God will be there to intervene? That's the kind of God that we serve. So my question with you right now, why do things on your own when you can submit into the rulership and dominion of God? Anyway, when you're submitted into His rulership and dominion, it is never about Him. It's always about you. But you have to do it His way. Because most of the time, our understanding is that if this is about me, therefore, let God do it my way. You're in trouble, my friend, because your understanding, just like what I mentioned a while ago, is momentary. Panandali ang kasiyahan lang. Do you understand? And for the past few months, we've been like that. We only adhere to what makes us happy momentarily. But God is a long-term what? Long-term plan. In fact, okay, it, it came from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. It says right here, Come to me all who labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus was simply saying that you come to me. In fact, the word come to me in the Greek translation is that I have a what? An infinite invitation to you. When God says, come to me, there are no ifs, nor buts, nor coconuts. Do you understand? Okay? That he will never change his mind. When he says, come, okay, nothing in this world that will disqualify you from that invitation. All of us are invited. Okay? Whether you're, you're rich or poor, you're invited. And he was simply saying, I, okay, because he wants us to know that in this passage, the emphasis of the scripture is in the word I, okay, in a Greek language, okay, which means he gives what no one else can give. Only I can give you rest from sin, from weariness of life. He says, for he himself is our peace, amen, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Do you understand this? I don't know if, if you're excited hearing this, that we use formerly the enemies of God. How many of you here in your right mind, okay? Nobody would want to have a fist fight with uh, Manny Pacquiao. Though he's a Christian, you know you're going to lose. Now, in fact, living in sin, you're simply saying that I would want to have a fist fight with God. Do you understand? How many of us in our right mind would say, God, starting today, can you curse my life? I want to have a fight with you. I want to have a fight with God. When you're living in sin, in sin, say the word sin. Every single day you wake up, you're simply saying, God, I want to have a fight with you. That, that's not something that, that you would want to, 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 to probably mess with. Do you understand? I can have a fight with anyone, not with God. But when... 
You opted to live in sin away from God. You're simply saying, I'm God's enemy because He's righteous. I'm not. Jesus Christ came forward, okay, and fixed the hostility that God has with us. Do you understand? You are the enemy of God. And I'm telling you, I'm a pastor. I'm trying to, to be a good person. But when it comes to my enemies, that's another story. I can't be nice to them. How many of you here, like this year, you have enemies? Okay, and last Christmas, you thought of a nice gift for them. Okay? Probably a dynamite, okay, packed in. But, but, but nobody would, would do that in his right mind. But I'm telling you right now, the Bible is clear with this one. That though we are enemies of God, we were what? We were his top priority that he sent his son to fix the hostility that we have with God. Isn't that amazing? That God was so good to his enemies. And we are that enemies and we are the recipient of his goodness. This is why, okay, Christ is more than just a, more than just uh, giving a message of peace. Christ himself is peace. And his own nature being the actual tie, say the word tie, that he merged us with God. And we are no longer God's enemies. Amen. Let me say that once again so that it gets into your nerves. We are no longer God's enemies. And we're welcoming to His presence because of what Jesus did on the cross. This is why Christmas, okay, without Christ is nothing. This is why we can come to Him and have peace with Him because of what Jesus did on the cross. We can have peace with God Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have peace with God. This is what we need. And this is what we cannot do. Do do you understand this? This is what we need and this is what we cannot do. We need peace with God, but we can't have peace with God. Somebody has to come in between and sacrifice himself. This is why the hero of my story is Christ. Because he did everything for me. So if you're like me, you've been, you've been living a life of sin. I came to know the Lord at the age of 14. But before that, I used to drink, smoke, and, and did everything. Because I was looking for meaning and purpose. But I realized it is only through Christ that everything will work out fine. This is why Christ is the reason why I have peace. Because of what He did. And faith brings justification. Justification brings peace and peace with God. Christ justified us, thus we can have peace with God. And because we have peace with God, we can have peace of God. Peace of God is the kind of peace that you need within yourself. And if you don't have peace within, chances are there is something in your past. If you don't have peace within yourself, there is something in your past that keeps okay, haunting and dragging you around. And this is what I need to pray for after we're done with this message. 
that you will never be a slave of your past, that you are no longer are reminded of what took place in the past. Once in a while, the enemy would use it against us. But I want you to realize, God is done with your past. Let me say that once again. Okay, the reason why you can forgive yourself, because you still latch on what took place in the past. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, God is done with your past. And today, you're done with it. My word for you, it's not part of my message in Isaiah. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing. So I dare you to believe next year. Can we give God the glory for that? When you have peace with God, it paves the way for you to have peace of God and ultimately with others. We are not at peace with others because we are not at peace with ourselves. And we are not at peace with ourselves because we are not at peace with God. Everything that gives us security and peace has a lot to do with our relationship with God. It is my prayer that if this is your first time to be in this gathering or been coming in and out and you just want to hear a nice message, but you don't want to invite God in your life and to have peace with Him. And in fact, His Son came so that you can have peace with God. I hope that you will give it a shot and give it a try before we start the year. That Lord, I'm done. I've been doing things according to what I want and expecting a different result. You're just plain crazy. If you've been doing things over and over again and are expecting a different result, you're crazy. This time before we enter another year, can you allow God to take control of your life? Can you allow God to have peace with you? Because at the end of the day, there is nothing in this world that can give us peace and security. Only in Christ and Christ alone. We will have problems. We will have uh, turmoils and, and challenges that will come our way. But in the book of Philippians, it says right here, do not be anxious. Say the word anxious. Do not be worried. Okay? Do not worry. Okay? And the reason why this is important, because I, 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 I have yet to meet somebody who's living in peace. Okay, everything is fine. It's Christmas. I don't, I don't, I don't, have, in, I don't have a lot of Christmas gifts. I, I spend Christmas all by myself. But praise God, talaga, talaga, napakasarap ng buhay. Nobody will do that. If you look at your life, okay, you, 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 don't, you don't enjoy, in fact, where you are. In fact, you are in a season, a situation where you compare yourself with other people. I wish I have his life. Okay? And this is something really uh, uh, surprising. All of us say the word all. We want somebody's life. We want somebody's life. We want somebody's car. We want somebody's looks. Yeah. You're getting, you're missing the point. That's somebody that you want, okay? His looks and his life. He wants somebody's looks and life as well. This is a never-ending pursuit when you're living in anxiety. You miss and you overlook things that you have in your own. And you can't live in peace because you feel like life is about you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not just about you. This is about God that gives you security and peace. So do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by, by prayer. This is where you welcome the presence of God. Remember what I just told you, okay? That peace is not the absence of war. 
but the absence of God. And when you pray and you inter, in, interface with God and you get to know God, you converse with God, it gives you peace and security. And I'm telling you right now, next year will not be a perfect year. There will be problems. Amen. But one thing I know, that though I'll be confronted with so many problems, one thing I know, God will not leave me nor forsake me. That is the only thing that will matter next year. This is why I would admonish and encourage you to grow your relationship with God. There is no other way. So in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So when, if you're worried today, bring it to God. How many of you here, okay, when you're about to open your Bible, the first hour of the day, there are a lot of things that comes into your minds, all the deadlines, all the concerns. How many of you here can relate with me? Marami kang iniisip. And surprisingly, surprisingly, most of the time, it happens when you're about to open the Bible, when you're about to pray, when you're about to go to church. And you should not be surprised. The enemy doesn't want you to grow in your understanding of God because when you grow in your understanding of God, the enemy is done. The reason why, okay, you're always shaken because you don't know God. And what you have at your disposal is your knowledge that God, I know you, and I don't even know myself. Next year, that should be your prayer. That God, I know God more than myself. So when the going gets tough, the tough doesn't go to me. The tough goes to God. Amen. This is why we can walk in peace. Because we have God by our side in the midst of trouble. This is why peace is not the absence of anxiety. But you're always anxious. But the presence of God in His authority. You're like a cat next year with all the German shepherds. But you'll never be anxious because you're not doing life alone. And though you don't understand, I want you to know one thing. He understands. And this is very important. That in the next verse, that as we at times are given into anxiety, the next verse affirms, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It is God who will be our strong banner. So my question with you right now, what are your worries and fear today and this coming year? Because God will be the Prince of Peace. He will rule our lives. He will rule our situations. And He will give us rest. So if we have peace with God, we can have peace of God. And thus, we can have peace with others. In Luke 2.14, I want to repeat this passage again. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom He pleased. This is a picture of somebody who has an understanding of who God is. So I do pray more than our Sunday gatherings is that next year, your relationship with God will grow deeper. Okay? Wars and challenges next year, okay, will be fought over your knowledge of God. Let me say that once again. The challenges that will come our way next year, okay, will what? 
will, 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 will be discussed, will be, will, will be uh, wrestled with when it comes to our knowledge of God. And the reason why you can enter 2016 with confidence, not because you're strong, you're fast, you're intelligent. The reason why you have a level of confidence next year because your understanding of who God is has gone deeper. And this is my prayer. That only a person who has the Prince of Peace can have peace with others. This is important. And this is why we know that we have the Prince of Peace and the peace that transcends all understanding. Because when we are faced by people and the people that we don't like, and most of the time, we will be confronted with people that we don't like. And the reason why you can give peace and the reason why you can forgive, I want you to hear this loud and clear. The reason why you can forgive, not because the person deserves it, but because you deserve freedom. Amen. Amen. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And I don't know if you are like me. I have enemies in the past. And, and I, I, I live in torment. I live in bitterness. I, I live in hate. And I, I do pray that before we cap the year and end the year and face another year, though you don't feel forgiving and releasing people, you're not doing it because they're right and you're wrong. You're releasing people that has hurt you in the past because it is for your freedom. I know that you feel bad and I can relate with you. But learn to confess that God, I have nothing to do with a person that he can allow the pain that he has given me to enslave me for the rest of my life. If you love yourself and you love God, the way is to release the people that has caused us so much pain. It is not for them. In fact, it is for you. Because in this manner, you're simply stating that Jesus is the Lord of my life and I'm not interested with what I feel. I'm interested with what God has in store for me. The more that we walk in bitterness, the more we're consumed with it. And the more we're consumed with it, the more we're particular of it. And the more we're particular of it, the more we're consumed of it. And the more we're consumed with it, the more we get bitter. And the more we get bitter, the more we're particular with it. It's a never-ending cycle that it's about you and what people have done to you. That before you know it, the Lord has unveiled His perfect plan and what He wants to bless you with. But because you're focused on what people have done to you, you miss what God has in store for you. It is my prayer that you don't miss out because the greatest weapon of the enemy is what people has done in the past and how pitiful your life has been. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you're young or old, God doesn't want you to miss His perfect plan. Because I do pray that you fulfill what God has in store for you. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. My question with you right now, are there people in your life that you need to reconcile with, need to forgive, and ask forgiveness from?
Because at the end of the day, it is important that we allow the peace of God to consume us. Let the peace of God rule our hearts because real peace begins with the Prince of Peace. Remember this, and this is the only way, and there's no other way. I do pray that as we end the year, that we can just worship God and raise our hand and say, God, I have peace with you. I have peace within myself, and I have peace with other people because your plans are so good that I don't have time for things that are trivial, for things that are unimportant. Look up here for a while. Look up, look up here. God's plan is so awesome, so great. That if you just take a closer look away from yourself and enjoy the peace of God, you will be surprised that you have been missing a lot. So it's about time to let go of the past. Let go of what people have done to you. Let go of the pain, the frustrations, and all the issues of the past. And it's time to move forward. Because the God that we serve is with us. But He has also gone ahead of us. With us and gone ahead of us to prepare a great 2016. So don't freak out, don't fret. Because God will give you rest and peace. Because He's the one who's in control of everything. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful morning. That you are indeed our Prince of Peace. And no matter what will happen, God, we know that when we have peace with you, there is nothing that we need to worry. I want you right now to thank the Lord. Thank you for the journey this year. Salamat, Panginoon, sa kapayapaan. And I want you to imagine right now, God is holding you by the hand. Hinahawakan kayo ng Panginoon. And for the past few, few months and years, God has been so faithful and good. And I want you right now to understand that when you have a relationship with God, He calls you with His grace, children of mine. So if you're here right now, if there is an area in your life, as we continue to bow our heads and close our, our eyes, an area of your life where there's so much restlessness and turmoil, I want you to raise your hand. If there is an area in your life, I want you to raise your hand as high as you can. If you're saying, God, there's just so much restlessness. I'm tired. Whether that's an emotional pain, a physical pain, a mental pain, or a relational pain. I want you to raise your hand as high as you can. You're saying, God, I'm inviting you to speak and to take authority. And the Lord is simply saying to you right now, be still and know that I'm God. 
Lord, I declare right now that they will have peace that surpasses all understanding. That you rule their hearts and no matter what will happen, their confidence will be on your son, Jesus Christ. I want to pray for another group of people. If you're saying next year, God, I'll be with you. You will be with me. We will journey together. And no matter what will happen, all of us across the room, raise your hands right now. No matter what will happen, all of us across the room, can we just raise your hands? All of us right now, no matter what will happen next year, it will not be perfect. I will go through all the potholes of life, all the bumps, all the humps, all the challenges will come my way. But you have said in your word that you're with us. You're with us. You are with us, God. And if you're with us, who can be against us? So 2016, bring it on. For greater is He that is in me and He that is in the world. You can put down your hands. And as we end, if this is your first time to come in this gathering, or probably you've been coming in and out, can we bow our heads and close our eyes? You've been attending and you're saying right now, I want God's peace. And there's no other way to do that than to have a relationship with God. We're almost done in two minutes, but I want to take advantage of this opportunity. If you're saying right now, I want God in my life. I want to have a relationship with God. I want to have peace with God. I want to invite you into a prayer where you will make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. And you want to follow Him and submit to Him. So if you want that, if you have, and if you want to have a relationship with God, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say this after me. Jesus, with the help of our leaders, if you want Christ in your life, starting the day, say this with me. Jesus, I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. Jesus, give me peace. Give me security. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.